Good day, brothers and sisters, and welcome to Cross-Eyed Ned's Word on the Line. And we're going to go ahead and share just a little bit concerning, what shall we call this? What shall we title this? Faith and Doubt. Faith and Doubt. Based on that which is seen or that which is not seen. And what I want us to do is just to look at a little bit with, uh, with the example of John the Baptist. And we have to know this, first and foremost, that Christ himself is the eternal object. Uh, real quick example, Peter, when Peter walked on water, the issue was not about Peter walking on water. The goal was not for Peter to walk on water. The goal was for Peter to have his eyes fixed upon the eternal object. That is what it is all about. So let's go ahead and look at John chapter 1, verse 29. The next day, John, seeing... It's actually seeing, it's present tense, John seeing Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So here we go. John seeing Jesus declares what he sees, testifies what of what he sees, is a true, listen, true witness of what he sees because he actually sees the eternal object. Therefore, his testimony is true. He is a true witness. He hath, hath, has seen. And right here in this verse, he is seeing, actively seeing Jesus coming toward him, declares, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. I love this. Jesus coming toward him. All right. Uh, going on in John chapter 1, we're going to go... Skip on a little bit to verse 34. This is John's testimony also. He says, And I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. All right? And I have seen and testified. And that's the order, brothers and sisters. See, testify. You don't see, then you don't testify. But the eternal object is Christ himself. I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. Verse 35 through 36, still in John chapter 1. Again, the next day, look at this, John stood with two of his disciples, and looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. As long as Christ is in view... Christ is declared. As long as Christ is in view, there is the testimony, listen, of the truth, who Christ is. A true testimony. Let's look at another passage. This is Matthew chapter 11. We're going to start with, we are going to start with verse 1. 
Now it came to pass when Jesus finished commanding his twelve disciples that he departed from there to teach and preach in their cities. Verse 2, right? And when John had heard in prison, now something has changed. Before John is out baptizing, doing, you know, what the Lord told him to do, and he's seeing Jesus and saw Jesus and declaring the one whom he sees. Now John is thrown into prison and he's probably staring at the walls or the iron bars or whatever that prison had to offer. Now it came to pass when John finished, uh, excuse me, Jesus finished commanding his 12 disciples and he departed from there to teach and to preach in their cities. And when John had heard in prison, because Jesus, excuse me, John is now in prison, about the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said to him, to Jesus, are you the coming one or do we look for another? There is faith, brothers and sisters. There is boldness. There is testimony, true testimony, when the eternal object, who Christ himself is, is in view. When he is not in view, when Christ is not in view, there is doubt. And just like Peter, when Peter took his eyes off of Jesus, Peter began to sink. John, doubt is creeping in because Christ is not in view. But this does not change the fact. This does not change the truth that he is who is to come, Christ. He was who is to come. He is the Messiah. Whether John had him in view at that moment or not. Nothing has changed. Jesus is still the Messiah, whether John be in prison or not. Christ does not change. Listen to this. So John says, has his disciples say to him, are you the coming one or do we look for another? Basically, it's almost as if John the Baptist is saying, because right now I just don't see it. Brothers and sisters, if everything in this natural realm looks contrary to the truth, the truth remains whether the natural is, is what? What's the word? Is appears to be or doesn't appear to be. In the natural. The truth remains. Christ remains. All right? Look at verse 4 from Matthew chapter 11. This is what Jesus says. Look at his answer. Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things which you see, excuse me, which you hear and see. Listen to the order. Which you hear and see. Hear and see. That's the spiritual order. You can look at it throughout the scriptures. Even John on the Isle of Patmos. I heard the voice that spoke with me. I turn to see the voice. Look at this, verse 5. The very first thing in this list that Jesus says, that Jesus gives to these disciples of John, the blind see. 
when in doubt, the blind see. The Apostle Paul in prison. The Apostle Paul, he's in prison. But the eternal object remains in view. And therefore he writes these, what we call today the prison epistles. Because he has the eternal object, who Christ himself is, in view. He declares the truth. He declares reality in the midst of everything in the natural that is contrary. He even declares this, but the word of God is not bound. So there is faith, there is boldness, when the eternal object who Christ himself is, is in view, there is testimony, there is true testimony, there is true witness. And sadly, there is doubt when he is not. And yet, brothers and sisters, our doubt does not determine the truth. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Amen. May the Holy Spirit direct our hearts unto Christ, regardless of the time or situation found in this temporal realm. May our hearts be captivated by the eternal object of God, who Christ Himself is. Amen.